I can't even shut up. I can't shut up. I can't shut up. After one message, there's something else. There's something else and then something else. I did something else and did something else. I have never in my life been used daily like this. And God is showing me how it really is to have what we really say. And we say we are a worshiper. We are a worshiper. And we say we are a worshiper and it's our lifestyle. That's the word right there. A lifestyle. That means that's the way, that's my style of living. That's what I do all the time. If I'm a doctor, that's my profession. That's what I do. I know medicine, I study medicine, I have an office, I have patients, I'm clicking to my patients, they're a part of me, that's what I do. If I'm a cook, I'm going to invest in food, I'm investing recipes, representing what I do. I'm going to have, you know, customers, clients, people work for me, people work over me, doesn't matter how the operation is, I'm going to be around food. I'm going to talk about food all day. I'm going to be around food all day. I may even smell like food all day because I'm around food all day. I mean, I didn't want to eat any food. <laughs> Same thing go for worship. We worship all day. We give thanks all day. Believe in God all day. I mean, all day, all day. Not sometimes. All day. Wake up. Worship. Walk around worship. And it's not just, you know, in one form, one style, like we normally do, clapping hands, leaping for joy. Yeah, that is form of praise. But there are so many ways to praise. You can praise by just standing still. You can praise while you just normally in the shower. You can praise while you checking the mailbox. It's not always singing, dancing, leaping for joy. It's just acknowledging who God is, acknowledging what your purpose is, acknowledging who God is to you, acknowledging how you just, you know, tapping into who you really are on the inside of you. And that's transforming the world outwardly around you. It's you recognizing constantly, remembering constantly who God is is, how big he is, how great he is, how magnificent he is, how awesome he is, every single step of the way, every single breath that you take, every single move that you make, every single blink of your eye, every single pump your heart beats, it's God, every single way that your blood is just traveling in through your body, it's God, everything is God, how I eat is God, how I sleep is God, how I pray, how I look, how I smell, how I breathe, is God, walking down the street is God. God, going this place is God, putting my clothes on is God, thinking about you is God, praying unto God is God, everything that I do is God, 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 it's a constant of God, a constant releasing of God, a constant recognizing God, God, it's a constant, a daily confession of God, God, so I'm daily in goodness, I'm daily in gladness, I'm daily in mercy, I'm daily, and you understand, in glory, I'm daily in God's my daily strength, daily, 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 we call it daily bread, what is bread mean to you? I'm set the master's table and I'm eating well. You're eating well and that's what we do. 
you understand? Do you understand? God is showing me how much it means to be a worshiper, a believer. Is a person who only believes. Only believes what? Believes what? It's not just carrying around a belief. There's no way I can increase in the knowledge of God and I don't have an outburst. I don't be filled up that I cannot hold it inside anymore. I have to let that out. You have to let that out. The whole earth is yearning for that to be let out. That's a manifestation. Manifestation is just his world being manifested, his world being seen, his world being heartfelt, his world being encountered. That's a demonstration. His thoughts being encountered. His ways being demonstrated for others to encounter. So if I'm daily receiving, if I'm daily, you know, perceiving, if I'm daily just recognizing, realizing it, just knowing and enjoying being in the presence and just releasing what he released unto me, releasing unto you daily, then people are going to daily receive that outcome, daily receive what comes with that knowledge, what comes with the healing, what comes with the deliverance, what comes with the working of miracles, what comes with the prophecies, what comes with the diverse tongues, the discerning of spirits and tongues interpretation. It's a constant of bearing fruit because you have no other eye, no other ear, no other heart to perceive from any other place. So you cannot be quiet even if you wanted to. John the Baptist says, prepare ye the way. That's a daily confession. You understand? See, God teaches us. How intelligent we really are by having Holy Spirit on the inside as a comfort. You know, a lot of times, you know, we think that we're doing the right thing and saying the right things, but it can actually put us in harm's way. And not even physically, it could be emotional harm. It could be relational harm, spiritual harm's way. I'm in a situation that's causing me to now doubt I put myself in a situation that's causing me to now hate, causing me to now feel discouraged, causing me to now panic, me cause, causing me to now walk in fear. Do you understand? And it's like I, I cannot. I, I, I'm constantly doing something. I can't not do nothing. Even when I'm on a computer helping myself with homework, I'm still doing something. Just the thought is doing something about what I'm thinking about is manifesting because the thought is becoming a feeling and that becomes my reality. That's always something to do. There's always something to think about, which becomes a reality for me and you. You know, I realized today I have not eaten anything. It's still early in the morning. But you know, I just thank God that my hunger is somewhere else. I... This is this is different for me. I've never been here in this place. And I love this place. I love the space. The expansion is on the rise day to day. You know, it's it's a help to people that we see every time, every day. You know, people really are receptive these days than they ever were before. 
You know, one thing I can say about the pandemic, it caused people to have more mercy than ever before because everybody, you know, was in the same thing. It didn't just affect one nation. You know, it, it was something that happened to every nation around the world. Everybody knows what that is, what happened. Everybody are aware of what taking place. They know about it. It didn't just happen in America. It didn't just happen in Africa. It happened everywhere. And God's greatest works regarding that is that we can relate to something to be on the same page. And we build from that. We bounce back from that. You know, everybody knows what it's like to be merciful now because we know what it's like to look on God and depend on God and, you know, and just seek help and seek guidance and cry out or know what it's like for loved ones to go home and people can relate to what happened to them, happened to people, you know, that's around them. So the good that happened out of that is togetherness. You know, we can't just give a problem and don't give a solution. I cannot just give a statement in the word and not give the rest of the passage. I cannot say God will give you whatever you want. No, Christ said, if you abide in me and my words, my words abide in you, then you can ask whatever you will and it shall be given unto you. If the words that are his that are residing in you, that may, if you have any words that's not mine, you can't have that. And many of us thinking, if I have words of what I want, I can have it. That's not what he said, because people not going to verify word for themselves. They're only going off what we saying. They're trusting our relationship. They're trusting our prophecies. They're trusting our praise. They're trusting our soaking with God. They're trusting our personal relationship. But you have to know that you have one of your own. See, what I hear from God, you may not hear from God. What he said to me, he may not say the same to you doesn't mean that we do not become more relational. He said, if my words abide in you, if you become life and union with me, if my words become unified within you, within you, that means everything I say, that only you believe. Everything I say, that only you and I say. You know what's so amazing about the disciples? That they were releasing a miracle and they weren't even aware they were. He given them the baskets to, you know, dispense amongst people. To release amongst people. To receive miracles from heaven and giving them to people. Do you know what that looked like? Baskets were just appearing. And not just baskets, but they had things to eat on. Were they going to eat on the ground? No. Because our God moves in what? Decency out in order. Oh, don't forget they had something to drink. Do you understand? God don't give small. God giving a full course meal. Do you understand? He could have just given them bread. You know what's so amazing? Is that it's important. Bread is important. Meat is important. When it came to the children in the wilderness, he given them bread from heaven and he supplied them meat. And they got tired of eating the animal's flesh. 
they begin to complain. And before they got tired, God says, these days go out and get, but on the Sabbath day, stay inside. But make sure the day before the Sabbath, you get enough so you don't have to go out. You will have enough. Some still went out to try to be greedy and it turned spoiled and stunk really bad. You understand? And what's so amazing about that is that God also did the same thing for Elijah. He allowed the ravens to bring him, you know, food, you know, bread and meat. So amazing. You know, there goes Christ releasing bread and meat. But each time was done differently. It's so amazing. And the disciples were passing it out and not even aware they're releasing the miracle. And that's why when Christ told them, you know, the other time, okay, now it's time for us to go. You know, here's a different day. Okay, we're going home. We're tired. You know, we're going to hurry to get away from, you know, the crowd so we can get some sleep. And once they got there, the people, they beat them there. They were like, you're not getting away from us. We want more. And so they begin to be hungry after they receive the word. And the disciples probably was like, man, they don't go anywhere, but we love it though. You know, it's like having church all night, somebody at the altar and you, you can't leave till they're done. And they're they still on the floor. And you're like, you know, it's good. I'm glad they're getting it in. It's like, I'm sitting, I'm like, just going to go to bed. But they were talking, they were blessing, they were discipling. So they couldn't just walk off on the people. And Christ said, let's go, you know, we're going to do it again. So go get them something to eat. They looking like, yeah, that's funny, Christ. Where are we going to go? And then he said, be mindful of the food that you get, the things that you get from the Pharisees. Be mindful with the Pharisees, you know, being around them, what they can give you. Talking about food, but they thought he was talking about earthly food. They came back. We didn't get nothing. Oh, he's probably just mad at us because we didn't bring nothing back. And he said, but did I not feed the 5,000 before? The thing is, he was expecting them to do what he did. He was expecting them to look up to God, give thanks, bless it, and do the same thing. They weren't even aware they did the same thing. They weren't even aware they had the same opportunity. You know, and that's just like us. Opportunities present themselves over and over again. Because God is the same and he can do it over and over again. You know, if God healed you before... You know, you have to know that that healing belongs to you, that you receive that over and over again. And how about that you become one with that, that you become whole? See, wholeness is I don't need to keep getting it. Wholeness means I already got it. Therefore, I have it. You understand? I'm aware I have it. You know, the, the beauty of healing is, you know, receiving what I need. Away with what I don't want, you know, mentally, emotionally, I'm no longer troubled. But the Bible says trouble don't last always. And we've been may endure for a night, joy comes in the morning, and then turns around and say, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptation. Whoa. Why? Because I can do that over and over again. But it's not in the sense of it being done physically, done over and over, like healing, okay, today, okay, Wednesday, okay, next Sunday. No, it means that I 
think about what he did Wednesday. So when that pain try to come on Thursday, already know it's already afforded unto me every day. Therefore, I don't even have to wait to receive what I already had done to me before. It's already done again and again and again. So I only have to think about that pain ever again. You understand? That's wholeness. Many of us need transformation of wholeness and not just healing. You know, many of us just want a substitute. Like, okay, I'll just get a tank of gas, but that's going to run out. I'm just going to keep buying tanks, by tanks to save, you know, my money. But the thing is, it's going to be the same amount being, you know what I'm saying, given out because you're going to keep running out of gas. How much more significant it is to just fill your tank up and know that you'll be good from this that moment forward. You understand? That's how it is with healing from this day forward. Hallelujah. So it's like not even being quiet if I wanted to. I can't. I don't I'm I'm glad that I can because that means that I'm on a mission. It means that I'm serious. It means that you know there's a movement, there's a resolution. You understand? I thank God for it. You know, not playing around with it. You know, it's serious. I cannot be quiet. And I won't be quiet. You understand? <laughs> I really want to ask this person that said, I will not be silent. I want to know what did you mean by that? Because there's a lot can come from that. I just want to know what did you mean? What did you mean by I won't be silent? You know, you know what? Sweetheart, I could talk to you and the other audience. That's how I feel today. I'm in a new round with God that, hey, this is my sweetheart, guys. He's listening. What did you mean when you said, first let me say, I love you. <laughs> I cannot just say anything without saying it first. <laughs> yes, I love you. I think about you all the time. Yes, I do. Yeah. But what did you mean when you said I would not be silent? What did you mean? I'm excited to hear that. Yeah. I'm excited to see you. Yeah, I'm excited to come over there. Yeah. I thank God for you. But I want you to know that, you know, God had me to move the way I'm moving. You understand? It's not waiting to do anything. It's doing it now. You understand? It's doing it now. A lot of times we wait for something to happen in order to do what we need to do now. Do it now. You know, you know how many of us are sitting because we're waiting to see an encounter and embrace in order to release what we need to do now in order for it to be embraced. That's like Abraham. If he waited for God to tell him where he was going, he would never win because God's instruction was when he took steps of faith. And many of us not making no change before we can embrace the promises. You know, I want the promise to now change. That's why a lot of things are you know, being challenged today because we're waiting to do what we need to do now. And that, that shows God what we really doing it for. Am I making this change for you? Am I making this change for this job? Am I making this change for this money, for this family? Or am I making this change for me because of my purpose? That's how you know it's about God and about what I'm here to do because I'm doing it now, sweetheart. I'm not waiting for you to do my daggone thing. I'm doing a daggone thing. You daggone right I am. <laughs> Unto the glory of God, yeah. But I'm excited to be a vessel that's not playing around with it. No. I wake up praising. I wake up, you know, declaring the queen. I wake up, you know, blessing and praying and, and ministering and 
I'm telling you, prayer lines, I have to check my emails all the time. It's all good. But many say, you know what? We're not going to keep singling you out because we don't want others to think that, you know, they're not significant too. And I totally get it. I totally get it. You know, I'm not like that at all. You know, I love that everybody, you know, get an opportunity, you know, because we have to learn. We have to learn how to become quick and shopping. And I had to learn too, because you ever had someone or been around someone who can use more help at what they've been asked to do. And you're like, you know, let me do that. Let me help them out. But you got to let them learn too. That's like, I'm going to use singing for an example. Somebody who's not as strong with singing and you know, you can tear that song up and you're like, uh, let, let me do that song. Let me do that. Yeah. Let me do that. Yeah. You know, you can do the next one. And God, like, you know, sometimes God will say, say, yeah. And sometimes God will say, let them learn. They have to learn how to, you know, become shopping too. You know, that's how I am sometimes when it comes to prayer and comes to preaching, when it comes to doing things that God made me to do every day. And, you know, sometimes God will have somebody come on my side and do it, you know, for me or do it, you know, other than me. And I'm interceding for them instead. And it's like, uh, like when we go out in the communities and we go releasing, I'm like, uh, you know, I can tell when someone is, you know, they're losing interest. And I'm like, uh, let me, let me get that back. Let me gain them back. Let me gain them back. You know, now if it looked like I, I need to step in, I'm going to step in. But you know, that's like when you, when you're cooking, somebody's cooking, it's like, uh, you know, that macaroni and cheese is, uh, that chicken is, uh, them turkey wings are, uh, you know what I'm saying? That salmon is a, mm. Speaking of salmon, that salmon, pineapple, grits, and avocado. I remember that dish. <laughs> you probably remember that? That was two, like two, three years ago. I remember. <laughs> yeah. You had salmon, avocado, grits, and pineapple. I remember. And another dish you had, it was spaghetti. And uh, I think it was a fully loaded baked potato. I think so. And silent. Yeah. But the baked potato was like the meal itself. It was a lot in it. You cook rich. And what I mean by that, it's like if I do a pizza, I do cheese, I do sausage, but you would just go over the top with the cheese, over the top with the sausage and all the other ingredients. You make it very flavorful. Thank you, God. You're big on flavor. You are not going to flavor and fatten me up. No, I'm not going to let you. But I can imagine how good it tastes. Yeah. See me, I would eat half of what you eat. Yeah, unless I'm really hungry, yeah. I'll eat half of what you eat. Yeah. I just thank God for everything. You be eating like that? <laughs> wow. I pray to God that whatever goes in is able to come out. It don't just stick there and stay there like that. Hallelujah. I thank God for that. Let me lift that up if that need be. You understand? I thank God for that. You know that your entire you know, body, you know, the system, how it works, you know, not just your, you know, respiratory system, you know, your digestive system, every part of you function as it ought to, every organ function as it ought to, in Jesus' name. And speaking of that matrix brownie, I want some. I want some. But you know what I see when I see the brownie? I see a brownie like in the form of a cup, but not a, a tall cup more like a bowl cup and I see it's made like that not like a cupcake more wider than a cupcake more shorter and I see it you know being stuffed with 
just creamy chocolate in that fudge. I mean, like fudge. Thank you, God. And that brownie and just a little bit of, you know, almonds in it. No, not almonds. Um, Walnuts in it. I mean, really grinded walnuts. And just have it just flood out like that. As soon as you take the spoon and just, there it goes. It's just flooding out. Oh, my goodness. I'm big on feelings. Yeah, I like the inside of a dish. Like that to me, it, it, it matters. It does. It's like a Popeye. What's inside that? Oh, wow. You understand what's inside that, you know, the pie period. Oh, wow. That stuffed chicken. That stuffed stromboli. Wow. That stuffed mushroom. Wow. Like I was never big on mushrooms. Like, ew, that's disgusting. I, I don't even know how they look on the ground. But if you know how to cook a mushroom, ooh, God. If you know how to stuff a pepper, whoa, you understand? So, I'm a stuffer, yeah? If you know how to stuff that whole chicken, my God, Jesus. Mm -mm -mm. Yeah, I'm excited to do things like that with you. But when I heard of the Matrix Brownie, I was like, ah, mm, that sounds good, yeah. I noticed what caused my, you know, sleep, um, quote unquote in my sleep apnea uh me lying in a in a position I was lying in. Yeah. When I lie flat on my back for a long time and my mouth is wide open, that's not a good idea too long. No. It happened to me last night and God was just sharing with me how to invest in the way how I sleep. Yeah, and it's just, you know, how I position myself. You know, pillows really matter. You know, I have a foam mattress, so that's very wonderful. You know, um, I just thank God for everything. I like my bed sitting on high, but this modern day type of bed, it sits low. And it's okay. I like it, but I like to sleep high up. Yeah. I am not going to turn down this blessing, Buka. I have some crab legs. I have some lobster tails and some shrimp. I'm not even playing. I am not playing. My mom said, you know, I'm about to um bring it. Okay, well, go ahead. What you telling me for? Go ahead. So let me get off of here because she's about to bring it right now. I got to go out there and get it. Yeah, I love you. You want some? Come on then. Come, call me then. <laughs> I love you. Mwah.